Welcome to Movies, Brews, and Rants. I'm Tyler, and I'm joined by my co-host Jeff with the occasional guest. We are old movie theater co-workers who love movies and drinks, and we love talking about them. Each podcast, we choose our drink and a different movie to go over, unless it's part of the series. These are all of our own opinions, so take them as you wish and enjoy Damn, Craig took forever to freaking load up this time. Ugh, Craig. We're looking uh, for a different AI guy, so we'll say we're accepting applications, you know, for AI bots to start and, recording us. And if you get bored and you guys feel like, you know, producing it for us, you're more than welcome to. Uh, we do this for fun. Um, so just keep that in mind when you don't apply for it. Anyways. It's important. <laughs> what were you going to say? Dude, I, I was at a loss for words almost. Um, <laughs> but that's because we're going to watch, we're, we're going to review Bullet Train, the 2022, not the 1975 one. Um, it's It was really good. Uh, it was fantastic. Uh, and to bastion that, I'm having a prickly pear <clears throat> hard seltzer. I understand what I just said were all words in the English language that I was doubtful would ever come out of my mouth either. However, a variety of packs occasionally grant, grant you something you're not super excited about. So I added uh, two ounces of... of uh, Oh, tequila blanco to this one to go with the twelve ounces over crushed ice, and I got a tahini rim going on. Um, that's not like a gastrointestinal issue. That's a, literally a rim of tahini on my drink, and it's pretty exciting. I'm actually kind of upset with you. Uh, you had the best chance to uh, throw a little funny pun in there. Um, said. Yeah, I added a uh, Benoit Blanco, you know, Knives Out, oh. Last Onion. You had the perfect opportunity to do that, and I'm actually upset you didn't. Do not encourage him. I am so upset that you didn't. Hey, Jeff, did you, uh, did you catch me on the flip side, though? No, and I hope to God no one else did either. <laughs> What's up, guys? I I I am enjoying. I'm having my own little bullet. Um, I'm having me a glass of uh, Woodford Reserve whiskey. That's all. That's literally just a glass. You know, and it is what it is. Uh, stepping up my um, my palate a little bit. Um, I, I know it's not you know, top shelf, but it's it's good. It's tasty. I enjoy it. Also came in a gift set, and I got a nice free fancy glass with it um i'm pretty sure jeff will agree it's a nice step up other than the ipa from you know last episode um but you know it is what it is where where we are here having fun and uh let's talk about um knockoff flash and you know uh we got um <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your laugh got me. Quicksilver, not the good Quicksilver. No, no, no. The one other... who couldn't dodge a bullet. Yeah, that guy. Um, 
in this movie, Aaron Taylor Johnson was great. Just for the record, guys, we understand this is a Brad Pitt joint. It is what it is. But the other people have to act around them, too. And I think the cast is what made this movie so damn enjoyable. To, I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed this movie. It was great. Um, I watched I this, this movie. In, in a theatrical setting. So I got a slightly different viewing <laughs> aspect than most people did, evidently. Um, but I enjoyed this movie immensely, man. It was a good ride. Like, it was fun. And it's a bullet train, for God's sake. It's supposed to be fun, enjoyable, fast-paced, exciting. And they had enough banner on it to where it was like, oh, this is pretty cool. You know, I enjoyed the banner they had. I enjoyed the other people in it. Um, it was great. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I thought they did a fantastic job. Um, the the cast, there's not a huge, huge list of cat, <laughs> list of people in the cast. Um, other than, I mean, Brad Pitt, you got Joey King, um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and... Sandra Bullock, uh, other than that, you don't have a lot of crazy high name uh, people. Uh, well, I, dude, I take it. Dude, you shut your mouth. Hiroyuki Sonata is in I, I everything was, is dope. I was and just then, about to say his name. I was. I honestly was just about to say his name. Zazzy Beats, for those who like Atlanta, um, or Deadpool. Oh, oh, you know what? Crap. That is, that is Domino. Didn't even think about that. This is casting nepotism at its finest. Uh, The director, like, he directed these movies with these other guys in them. But you know what? You get a cast that works, and you're good. And I'm assuming, I'm not not looking, I swear to God, uh, I'm assuming the choreographer for Atomic Blonde that he directed was also the same guy for Bullet Train. Because he directed Deadpool 2, Atomic Blonde, um... Hobbs and Shaw. I mean, this guy enjoys. You got uh, Hero from uh, the show show Heroes. Oh, shit. John Wick. He did all the John Wick movies, man. Oh, damn. I mean, what were we expecting? Like, I, if I had had this knowledge going into it, I may have looked at it differently than assuming I was going to have a great ride. Mission accomplished. What this did he great. do? What 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 was the the name of his thing? Is uh, uh, that guy's role? I'm trying to find his name. Who? When you're talking about the one who did everything else? That's a record. Oh. Did all that shit? Oh, you said choreography for a second. Oh yeah, the chore the fight choreographer. Uh, oh, that's David Leach. David Leach. That's who you're talking about. That's the filmmaker. Like I said, I'm I'm assuming he used the same fight choreographer in this one as he did in. Atomic Blonde, because the fight styles were similar. Uh, John, John Wick, Hobbs and Shaw, Deadpool 2, uh, Bullet Train, obviously. Um, Deadpool, No Good Deed. Um, he's got... Actually, surprisingly, he only has these nine. What? Or eight. He only has this is IMBD only has him going back to 2014. John Wick, Deadpool, No Good Deed, Atomic Blonde, Deadpool 2, Celine Dion, Ashes, a music video, Hobbs and Shaw, Apple Snow Brawl, which is short, and then Bullet Train. 
Oh, uh, as far as director, like he was producer on like on Nobody, which was John Wick with you know Better Call Saul, <laughs> Violent Night. Um, okay, here here's that. Okay. Yeah. I, oh, I just have him pull. I just have the director part pulled up. That's why. Okay. 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 Yeah, and he executive produced like John Wick chapter two and three, four. Yep. You know this guy. He's not on four. He's not on four. He's totally the executive producer on John Wick four, chapter four. That's false. Okay. Uh, IMBD is oh. lying to me, bro. Also, here here we go. He was been a stunt man, dude. He did. He has stuff going back, you know. For stunt man goes back for a long time. Yeah, that's why he was a deuce of hazard. Stuck on you? Oh my god! How could I forget about that? Okay, I'm sorry. Let's get back to Bullet Train. Oh, dude, Bullet Train was so good. Yeah, um, go watch the movie. That's all. That go watch the movie. Yeah, just watch it. It's it's this is a this is the definition of a popcorn movie. Like this is what you watch, and like you can have this on as background noise because the plot uh, is re- is not repetitive, but it makes itself so clear on on when this is an important <laughs> thing for you to pay attention to. Then you just kind of shut up and pay attention to it, and ooh and ah, and drink and eat through the fight scenes, which are freaking awesome too. Um, yes. It's super enjoyable. I enjoy everything about this movie. It's a live action anime done correctly. Looking at you, cowboy fucking bebop. That movie Um, was fantastic. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, the movies were. The live action series from Netflix. (laughs) Yeah, I love the live action series too, dude. That was, dude, top tier Netflix right there. Ugh. Don't know, no hot take on track, <laughs> no hot take on garbage and things that insult the people that actually love them. Um, I, this was it was great, I found it enjoyable, it was exciting to watch, it kept you engaged in the movie, it had enough story, uh, being told through the conversation between uh, Brad Pitt and his handler, um, over the phone. And through the backstories of the other members of the to wipe his off. Say that again? You kind of cut out a little bit. Oh, I totally cut out. Uh, totally can you cut out. Can you hear me now? Huh? Yeah, you're not as loud as you are. That is super awkward. I'm not sure what happened. Oh, Wow. You know what? It you know I dare I say it. Get a computer. Oh. But I, I said it. I said it. I said it. I said it out loud. It needed to be heard. All right. Re-editing. Like where <laughs> where did I cut out at? I don't know. Uh Anyways, continue your story. Oh, all right. So, as far as the information that you get about the character's backstory between, you know, Brad Pitt's character as codenamed Ladybug talking to his handler. And then as they tell about other assassins and <laughs> principles in a story, you get a pretty good uh, idea of who these people are as a person, their motivations. Um, some of it was, was done particularly well. Um, 
like, you got to give it up for Bad Bunny being an actual believable uh, <laughs> villain. Uh, yes. It, I was shocked. I was shocked. And, and I, not everyone can sit there and just look stern the whole time and pull off the body language that it takes to make you think this person is actually, uh, you know, a horrible, crassy <laughs> nose. But he did a good job of it. Um, other than that, I did not expect anything less than what I got from the other performances. <clears throat> well, I thought, um, Tangerine, Tangerine and Lemon, I thought, were some of the best parts oh. of the movie. Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian uh, Tyree Henry. Yeah, that name sounds familiar. Uh, yeah, that, that's his name. That's his name. Um, I thought they were, those were some of the best parts of the entire movie. Oh, yeah. Like their whole relationship was 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 great. It made everything else functional around it. I enjoyed their interactions with each other and the characters around them. And I think I can be said about every interaction in this movie. I mean, even the poor, uh, the, the poor trolley girl having to sit there through uh, <laughs> a pause in the fight between uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson and uh, and Brad Pitt. I thought that was just well that was hilarious. I thought that was hilarious. Him making the dude pay for his water in the middle of a fight. Brilliant. Um. I, I, I'm like I said, I was I was just very excited about this movie. Every scene you were excited for the next scene to, to keep going and for it to roll to the next one. I was uh again not gonna say shocked, but I didn't expect as much witty banner and quick detail. I expected a lot of action. Yes. But this was this movie is literally a pretty good marriage of the banner you get from the first Deadpool movie and the action from the first John Wick. This is like you isolated the things that were the most enjoyable parts about those films and and rolled them up into one. So you have great banner between characters, snappy banner between people, and then you have exceptional action at the same time. That made, I, agree. That, that I do agree. I do completely agree with you on that one. <clears throat> it's um, dude, I just lost my train of thought for a second. I nah. oh, I remember um, Joey King's character Prince. I thought I thought she played that one phenomenal. I thought she did a great job on that, going the little slide, trying to be like, oh, I'm so innocent. And then all of a sudden, in your face, bam. Um, but. I thought it was absolutely hilarious at the very end of it. Um, spoiler, uh, she gets hit by a mango truck. Yes. <laughs> Justice. Take that. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I, I'm, I was impressed with Ramona Quimby. Um, look it up if you guys don't get that reference. Um, it was... <laughs> it was... Uh, it was, she was really good, and she was a yes. person. And you were glad to see her die. She deserved death. Um, <laughs> and I'm just, uh, like, like I said, like, it was just very enjoyable all over the place. And this movie had so many scenes, a small banner that, like, we can recount and tell you that we're not here to give you a scene by scene breakdown on the movie. 
from an opinion-based standpoint, this was just a hell of a ride. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. it. It was fast-paced, and it still delivered on making you shit about every character that they tried to make you give a shit about. It wasn't anything forced. Like, yeah, they pulled on the cheap seats, the heartstrings, but you want to care. You want to know why you actually care about this character and if you should or not. At no at no point in watching this did I want to turn it off. Oh. I I wanted to know what was about to happen next. I wanted to know what was going to happen. And I, I was sitting there eating my popcorn the entire time, enjoying the heaven live, ever-living crap out of this entire movie. I, I personally, for me, it's, it's not a 10 out of 10. Personally, for me, I still thoroughly enjoyed it. And I would watch it 100% again. Oh, God. Like, this is a movie... This is one of those that I'm not going to turn off. Like, if I watch it in the future, there's action movies that you could give a shit less about later. You know what I'm saying? How many of y'all we watch Speed? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, there's Dude, no uh, let's be honest, though. Let's be honest. When that came out, when did that come out? Um, late 90s? Late 90s? Yeah. It was one of the movies. 94, sorry. Early 90s. Um... It was one of the movies that was played on TV along with Mission Impossible and Die Hard and Lethal Weapon series all of the freaking time. We all know that we have seen this movie, I guarantee you, at least 20 times or more. Okay, and this is this is literally an <clears throat> age thing. I have never sat for speed, not once. I haven't watched any fucking Lethal Weapon movie. Ever, oh my God. um, and was the other it's one for this shit? Die, die hard, die hard. Yeah, yeah. I've I've watched the first one, and that's it. Um, I I when it comes to action movies, like I, there's just like there's a gap. There's just a gap. <laughs> like you know, I just wasn't. At the house, or gave a shit enough to watch some of these movies on a multi, uh, dedicating that type of time to it. It just didn't happen. Um, that being said, there's, you know, there's plenty of movies uh, that I do enjoy that people have watched. At least <laughs> I think so. Um, but Bullet Train to me, like when I'm watching those other movies, I'll scroll through them on a television. I know that's not a thing that happens anymore with people streaming things, but when it says, oh, now streaming or action adventure, or whatever genre it is, if they have a movie like that that's in their catalog, they're going to shove it close to the front whenever it drops on network. Oh, 100%. You know? So if, whenever <clears throat> I'm watching a streaming service and like, now streaming, bullet train, I'm probably going to give it a spin if there's nothing else queued up. You know, that's the new age of channel surfing. Like, oh, what do they have now? Awesome, I'll watch that. Um, or leaving in a few days. Oh, shit, I better watch this right now to make sure I can watch it. Um, I enjoyed it. If I had, a, if, there was a, if there was a channel to change to, I would leave it on it on this one. Um, again, like I said, live action anime. For lack of a better term, for your folks that enjoy their manga and anime, this one is highly stylized. It's beautiful to look at. 
they make the characters uh, larger than life. So you can look at them from afar without trying to pull yourself into their position. And the characters that have truly hideous and insidious intentions uh, are shocking at some level on how they go about things. And they're unapologetic nature on how they pursue their life. Those are all things that are very much manga anime related characters. I'm going to overcome this social obstacle and do this better this time or differently so this thing doesn't happen again. I thought it was great. Ah, I, I agree with you. I thought it was phenomenal. I didn't... I Honestly... <laughs> Any flaws with this movie? Like I said, it's not a ten out of ten, but I think it is up there. It is I think it's a phenomenal movie. Um, they it, like you said, live action anime. You know, almost as good as a live action uh, Cowboy Bebop TV series. Obviously, um, everybody knows that well, was the best one ever made. Stop, dude. Here's my problem. We're telling, we're gushing over how much we enjoyed it and how we wouldn't turn it off, which makes me very hesitant to go into our what did everyone else think segment because my tastes are obviously not most people's tastes on some of these things. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? Let's jump right into it. What do you think the IMBD score was? Is well, again. I love this movie. It's enjoyable. One that I would not turn off. So that's going to squarely put it in the sevens. At least I would hope. Um, I would think it's like... I I keep this... It sounds like I'm just playing the same segment over and over again, I would imagine. Just to make sure that's not... I believe that Bullet Train would receive a 7.5 on the IMDb scale. (laughs) <laughs> well, Robot Jeff, you are wrong. Um, oh. It is actually a nine point two. What? No, I'm kidding. It's a seven point three. <laughs> oh. Oh. Here's the thing: you didn't hurt my feelings. You crushed my hope for humanity. Like it's just. I'm like, oh my god, people really got it. They really no. <laughs> <laughs> but again, in my in my wheelhouse of things that I enjoy most, like seven and a half is like where I can shoot for. In seven three, that means there's a lot of people that felt the same way about this movie that as I did. So I'll take it. Three hundred thousand uh vote. Three hundred thousand votes. So yeah. No. All right. Well, here's the fun one. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh audience and critics. Uh, this is gonna be like two sides. Like, I know the audience is gonna enjoy this movie, and I would so probably say that this is. I can move a decimal point from IMDb and call it even on this one. So, like seventy three for the people and for the critics, they're gonna whine and say it wasn't the film it should have been. Uh, but they're probably scared of giving a too low a rating. 
I don't know, man. Like low fifth, high fifties, high fifties for critic. Maybe somebody can see through the bullshit. Critics fifty four, and audience, um, you're looking at seventy six. Nice. You go, audience. Watch what you want to watch. <laughs> We go um, without eb- ebbs or flows to modulate the viewing experience and a never ending barrage of increasingly ridiculous action. Fun at first, exhausting by the end. That's a fucking bold face lie. It was fun at first and fun at the end. Bullet okay, proves that sometimes more is actually too much. First of all, this person, Joseph, is a lipset. Is a he horrible leg. <laughs> it has to be so dull and like, oh no, that's that's fine. That's <clears throat> no more, please. Uh, I'm I, I'm sorry. Like, if this is that, just sounds like somebody that orders kale when they want the fried chicken. And I understand oh the laying, the laying of gratitude and and deciding I want something else for a change. No, this person does it every single time. And you know what the end result is. A miserable, long life. So a crotchy old fuck is what this person will be later in life. They won't be exciting. They won't have good stories. They'll just have mediocre tales of possibilities. You, my friend, are living a C-fucking life. Do better. Well, you know what? This person gave it a 2.5. Just because... Listen, listen. It gets worse. Um, Just because... It took place on a train. <laughs> oh, these people suck butthole, dude! All you, I, you know, I understand how this segment is exciting for some people to listen to, but my God, it's gonna kill me one day from spiking <laughs> my blood pressure so high from these jackass people that cannot put enough words together to build something up. It's on a train, so it sucks. Yeah, LOL. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. oh, man. This person hates the over-the-top bloody mayhem. Um, <sighs> see, it's a shortcoming... When a film set on a high-speed train seems to take no strategic visual approach to presenting that velocity on screen. So this guy is mad that a movie where you slice someone, it goes in slow motion, and you see each individual blood drop come from the dude's sword. They're mad that you don't get to see the realistic velocity on the screen. Sir sound like a very fun person at parties. Jesus. Oh I, and you know what? Again, like vanilla and chocolate, people like different shit, but these criticisms <laughs> are asinine. These people are stupid. No, I... They, again, just different take, but my God, it just... I, this was this was a popcorn movie. And I don't think people understand popcorn movie because these are the same fucks that are on their cell phone the whole time watching the film in a public place. Oh, you're Again, not wrong. Not wrong at all. 
you people suck. All you do is care about yourself, and that's fine. Streaming services are made for you. In fact, I don't want to fucking catch you in a theater that I'm in. It would be best for all involved parties. But I enjoy watching films like this in a theater, and I understand that's not an available option to people based on time scheduling, geographic location, and the ability to get away from your actual life for an extended period of time to go sit in a theater. My ass is old. I make time for myself. It's a thing that happens. So I'm, 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 I'm going to enjoy these films that way. I do stream plenty of movies. And the less action-oriented a movie is, the more likely I am to enjoy it. There's also things you can do at home that you can't do in a theater. Because I guarantee you, I never, ever, and I mean never fucking ever, watching a Christopher Nolan movie without closed captioning because this guy buries the fucking dialogue. See, that's so, not where I thought you were going with that. I thought you were going to be like, oh, there's some things you can do at home you can't do at a movie theater. And immediately my first thought was like, yeah, you can have sex at home better than you can at a movie theater. At their movie theater, you get arrested at home. That's another Tuesday night. Uh, well, yeah, it is what it is. But um, <laughs> when it comes to, you know, people like, if you're complaining about not showing the speed and call a billet train, it's like, <clears throat> Jesus Christ. I mean, you're picking at straws. You are literally cutting threads in order to pick at them. That's an and accurate it's, statement. It's just ridiculous. These are people that are writing this movie this low have no fucking joy in their life. It sounds like they like to water a cactus at their house. Uh, it's just horrible. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. You know, en- enough about the idiots. Uh, let's let's talk about our idiot selves. Dude, I love this movie. I, plain and simple, I loved it. It. I would. I. I will actively seek to watch this movie out by the end of the year. Nice. I will. Yeah. I will. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I. Honestly, it had you knew stuff was coming. You knew crazy crap was happening. Like when the black guy was shot, um, Lemon, Lemon, when Lemon was shot, you knew he was gonna live. You knew he was. But you know what? It still felt good as hell to watch him raise up from the dead. And I mean, then he went to go, you know, spoiler to see his brother die. But it still felt amazing to see it. I love the I love the movie. I do. I one hundred percent will watch this. I one hundred percent recommend this. Absolutely, dude. It's it's a great watch. It's enjoyable uh, as long as you're not you know nitpicking to the point of being an insufferable ass <clears throat> like some of these other people have. You know what, Jeff? I, I'm curious. I'm curious. Can you go into a movie and just shut your brain off and just sit there and enjoy a movie? I can. Like it took me years of not being in the film industry to do so. But I've got to the point I have I I'm not sitting there complaining about technical aspects, how things are happening, operationally this was incorrect. I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at screen good, seat comfortable. <laughs> food food in belly. <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 a hit or miss. Like when it comes to, to actual eating things other than popcorn 
at a movie or theater. Snacks, snacks. My apologies. Snacks and belly. Not yeah. that's what I meant by food. You, you don't sit down at a movie theater and eat a full meal. Although there is a place in in Atlanta, Georgia, that serves you full meal. Like you sit there, you're sitting there in the actual theater itself, and you push a button, and they bring you a full meal. Oh yeah, dude. I'm wrapped up with Alamo Draft House and Cinema Movie Grills here. So I have choices so, that hold on. Okay, okay. I've been living under a rock apparently. Is that really a more common thing than I think it is? Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's just if you're it's top twenty five markets as far as based on saturation of people, um and, and where the and, and where it is. Dude, there's like you can get a full meal delivered to you in Knoxville. What? In yeah. Yeah, you can get like there's plenty of uh, of, <laughs> of places that deliver top shelf food. I mean, there's a place here that has a Pizza Hut inside it. There's a Pizza Hut employee making pizza adjacent to the actual concession stand. No shit. Yeah, and then like, then. but a lot of places here have bars instead because they know their audience here. <laughs> True, so, true, understandable. So I got that, but no, man, it's just like, and this is a movie where you can totally go and do this. Like people that want to watch like Babel in one of those situations, which again, great movie. We totally should review that um, while we're on the Brad Pitt uh, train. <laughs> you see what I did there. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh I'm gonna see myself out now. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh I, I'm sorry. Drowned out my train of thought. Well, More okay, I got a question then. I got a question then. So me, we've talked about this. We talked about how much we like the movie and stuff, and we talked about the, the numbers and everything, but there's one set of numbers that we haven't talked about yet. How much do you think uh, it cost to make this movie versus how much it brought in? Ooh, it had to be kind of expensive based on just the, some of the people in it. I don't know, man. It would be like, I don't know, like 180, 175. It was, it was small in scope, but large in cast and effects. <clears throat> so I'm thinking like right at two, two mil, $200 million. 90. What? Okay. 90 million dollars. Oh, well then it then it ha- it made its money back on domestic real quick. It had to. Had to. Please tell me it had to. What I remember you the, think? Uh, the theaters were pretty full. When did it come out? Oh god, this was out in uh, when did it come out? Uh, bullet train release August 5th, 2022. Oh, no shit. No, man, this made close to, I'm, this made like 300, 3 million, 300 million dollars. Our damn, it had to, it had to. There was nothing playing then. I, I remember going, I guess we might watch bullet train again. Um, <laughs> it, had, it had to make. Three hundred million dollars. Uh, 
239. Oh, do better. I'm putting that I'm on look, Hold on. I'm looking at this real quick. The budget was $90 million. Brad Pitt got paid $20 million. No shit. Oh, well, you know what? It, 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 go, it's fine. I'm totally fine. <laughs> Oh, this is actually hilarious. This is not hilarious, but it is. Um, Brad Pitt got paid $20 million. Sandra Bullock got paid $500,000. Guess she was in it like 30 seconds, maybe, at the very butt-ass end. And her voice work, if she, like, she could have done that literally from a cell phone. I mean, that's like she had all set. She's like, we're going to put you in this movie. Can you come by on Thursday? No, not really. Can I Can I come by on Friday instead? That's cool. I mean, <laughs> like she had a before. Uh, it's just like, I'm going to drop by the gig if I'm in the area. Uh, it's, it's, it's fine. There's no disparagement in pay for men and women when it comes to this. It was just like, what are you doing? Are you are you here all day? Are you here for a portion Honestly, of that? Five hundred thousand for three phone calls and a small appearance appearance at the very end for what maybe three minutes? I wouldn't even say three minutes. That's not Dude, a bad day's work. On a per minute basis, she was by far the highest paid actor on that motherfucker. Facts. That is <laughs> facts. Hold on, before we go, I want to see how uh, how many minutes was Sandra Bullock in Bullet Train? I don't want the runtime. It's not popping up. I don't care about the runtime. Let's say, um, uh, what was it? Screen time. Time. Sandra Bullock, Bullet Train. (laughs) For three to four minutes, she got paid $500,000. Yeah, like that's big money, guys. Three to four minutes of her life. And, And if you guys have listened to our review of what, like, the romancing the stone that they cheated on. What was it? Uh, Lost <laughs> City. Yeah, that's it. Like the last couple of credit scenes on that one. You know, Miss Bullock has has aged gracefully and is you know you know a, a very attractive woman. However, there is some work that she had had done, and blatantly obvious. At the end of, of the post, you know, the right before the post credit sequence in the Lost City, um, and it was softened up quite a bit by the time she got to Bullet Train. So kudos. He made, you know, side note, she made twenty million dollars on Lost City, and deservedly so. Actress. Kathleen Turner was a great actress. Oh wait, Tommy's vulnerable. I'm getting the movie movies confused because. Well, they're the same fucking movie. Uh, but you know what? <clears throat> Back to this wonderful train wreck that we watched. Uh, go watch what? it. 
Go watch it. Go watch Bullet Train. And enjoy it. And a very exciting train wreck at the end of the movie. It's a nice train wreck. Dude, okay, spoilers. Three, two, one. I love the slow motion effect of that entire one. No, dude, it was awesome. The first of all, perfect. We've already spoiled alert something. It's fine. It came out in (laughs) August of 2022. Um, You'd be surprised. Idea of, of the White Death getting everyone on the train that had that was directly involved with his wife's death was awesome. That was one of those. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. It was a it, it was a very you know nice twist at the end of it, and having Brad Pitt replace Carver and fuck everything up was great. Because you know it, that was awesome. That was awesome. I, I enjoyed that that little bit of just one man making a difference, which is kind of funny in a movie about assassins. Um, it was great. <clears throat> I agree. I agree completely. <clears throat> All right, guys. Well, hey, go check us. Go check this movie out. Let us know what you think. And uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Please, God, don't end on that. If you enjoyed this podcast, look out for more wherever you get your podcast. Please leave us a review for how much you loved it, or if you hate it, just let us know. Subscribe to get notifications. Follow us on Twitter at NBRPod. If you have any recommendations, send us a message and we can work on that. No copyright infringement is intended. These are the opinions of a few guys who love movies and drinks. Just having a blast. Thanks for listening.